Thursday afternoon means it's time to solve the world's problems, and I'm joined by Steve Wynn Harris. Hi, Steve. G'day, GC. How's things? Good. I'm used to saying uh, Steve Wynn Harris solving the world's problems from a rural perspective. I guess you still have the rural perspective, even if you're not technically super rural anymore. Well, I still live rurally, but as of the 1st of July, I had a son and daughter-in-law come back into our farming business and take over, and, and he's employed by the business as the manager, and I'm the boy, the unpaid boy, and just operate under instructions, which is going really good. I'm enjoying it, but I seem to be working just as hard as the editor. Well, well, interestingly, that's one of the things you want to talk to me about today, and that's farm succession. How have things traditionally worked when um, when a farmer gets to an age where he or she is not that keen to do it full time anymore? That, that's a good reason for having children, right? Yeah, yeah, good reason. Yes, it's just another good reason for having children. Uh, it used to work very well, but it used to cause quite a bit of trouble. So the, the old way really was that the oldest son got the farm mm. or the kingdom. Yeah. Uh, the British royal family, of course, they've kept their wealth uh, for about nine hundred years yeah. uh, because they had the simple system where the oldest son uh, got the kingdom, got the crown. Second son went into the army. The third son went into the church. And the daughter's hopefully married well. And uh, that's a good way of keeping the wealth in a, in a straight line succession. But <laughs> as you know, from if you know your history of the royal family, if we're talking the British royal family, uh, quite a lot of sons, second sons, murdered their older brothers or <laughs> murdered their cousins. So it's not, very, it's not a very good. And then we've sort of moved, because the problem with, with farming is that we've got this big asset, this land asset. And of course, land values have continued to to go up as your houses have, although mm. it's had a decline in recent months. So you've got this great big pot of value sitting there, equity sitting there, which is required to run the business. And as you know, those values have got up, it gets it harder to spread it around. So up until, I mean, so that original model I talked about changed probably 50 years ago. And a lot of people's farm succession has been, they've said, you, you can you can be fair, but you can't be even. So, i.e., the, the one who's succeeding into the into the farming operation gets gets more benefit in terms of family capital than than the others. Mm. Uh, that that sort of works quite well. But like our our objective, James, and my objective is family harmony is our primary objective, not not some sort of farming dynasty. Yeah, you just want to you just want to avoid a a um, sibling murder, really, don't you? Yeah, you don't. It's not good having the siblings murder each other. So. <laughs> I mean, you just want them to get on well. You know, as a parent, you know what it's like. All you want from your kids is, is them to be good mates and, and for when they have kids, for, for the cousins to be good friends. And that, that's been the case in my own family with my siblings. And we just want to continue to do that. So it makes it hard, but not impossible, by being even. Um, so, yeah, that's that's how we're, we're doing it. Rather than saying, you, you can be fair, but, but you can't be even. We, we want to be even. So uh, Yeah, and you got three sons. So you're basically a reverse King Lear. Um, <laughs> and I'm not quite sure I follow your logic on even versus fair. What do you mean? Well, I think that was the mantra. You know, I've, I've been to a lot of succession uh, seminars over the last 20 years as we've started talking about it, trying to find ways of doing it mm. better. And, and that tends to be the mantra, yeah, you can be fair, but, but not necessarily. What does that even mean, though? No, I, well, I don't. I think it's nonsense myself. <laughs> which Sounds why, good. While we're going to be even, but then making it much more difficult uh, for the farming successor because um, because of that high value of land and, and them having to buy in. So even means what you're going to divide, and, and let me know if these questions become too personal, but you're going to divide your land or your assets in three and 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 give each son a third. No, no, not no, because no, the other two aren't far, aren't farming um, 
intending to go farming. One's a cameraman in Auckland and one's a surveyor in Amsterdam. So, no, that, and, and also our scale is a problem. We're only modest scale, um, 300 odd hectares, uh, which would sound a lot to your Auckland listeners, but that's, that's, that's a relatively small to modest sized farm. So it can only really support one family properly, and, and in this case, because Jane and I need a living off the property now as well. Yeah. Um, two families just. So yeah, we n- no no ability to carve up the, um, the 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 small family farm any any further. So no, we just have to be creative uh, in terms of how we do it, and also uh, the succeeding generation, the farmers, they have to be patient really, and um, you know I guess. When it gets easy for for the sons is is when Jane and I no longer need an income and have died. Mm. Not really something to look forward to, though, is it, Steve? <laughs> no, well, not for me. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure your sons are too polite to say <laughs> to say, say that they'll. Well, look you keep your eye on them, though. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're worried about the older brother. Um, yeah. Okay. Hey, well, uh, good luck, and I'm sure that throughout. New Zealand, there are different sort of formulas and solutions and sometimes stalemates underway as as modern farms start dealing with this problem. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's right. We just have to be creative and, and use use good systems. We're yeah. not getting too complicated in how we're doing it. Meanwhile, um, we're going to launch a new section on afternoons called Media Watch Watch. It's when we listen to Media Watch on a Sunday morning and or sometimes I think it's Wednesday uh, evening and and correct them on um, factual errors. And we've already had Mary Holm last week who mentioned that uh, although they congratulated journalist Anna Samways on New Zealand's longest running column, Mary had been going a little longer than that. And so they generously talked to her as well. And now Steve Wynn Harris is putting his hand up. Yeah, well, they haven't talked to me, Jesse, but they I did hear that original one when they talked to Anna Samways after she finished her sideswipe column, which had been going for 21 years, and they said that uh, it was New Zealand's longest-running column. Mm. So that, I pricked up my ears, and then the following week, they had Mary Holmock saying, not even New Zealand's longest-running column, not even in the Herald, because she'd been going for 25 years. <laughs> so I got even a little bit more excited, because my column, I've just finished after 27 years um, long without missing a deadline, so filed every week. Uh, and I guess it does give Mary the chance, uh, if she keeps going for a couple of years, to overtake me. But, yeah, <laughs> I thought 27 years. It might be because we're rural media and perhaps we don't count, but we are responsible for 65% of, of export earnings, so we're still quite a <laughs> <laughs> Okay. 27 years. That's right. That's very impressive. Yeah. Yeah, it was about, I've worked it out, it was about a million words, nearly two war and pieces. I read that once. Have you ever read War and Peace? Uh, have I read War and Peace? Have I read War and Peace? You'd remember, wouldn't you? Um, I have not. No, no. I watched the miniseries. That doesn't <laughs> count, does it? <laughs> anyway, yeah. So it, almost two War and Peace. Yeah, great, great. Period of time. And um, and what is the legacy of that column? Maybe your um, King's Birthday honours that you got this year. Yeah, it did get a gong uh, just a few weeks ago, so that was that was that was very cool. Okay, well that's worth more than a shout out on Media Watch, I think. Well done from all of us, Steve, and thank you for your thank service you. to the uh, rural community. Thanks, Jesse. Steve Wynn Harris solving the world's problems this Thursday on RNZ National.